0: The new UN sculpture looks a lot like the end times beast in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. In fact, the United Nations tweeted that this statue is a guardian for international peace and security. The installation of this winged jaguar outside the UN headquarters has inspired apocalyptic rumors. Is this a fulfillment of Bible prophecy? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're excited to come to you for our first show of 2022. Doug,
1: mm-hmm. how's it feel? Yeah, great new year starting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah great new year. Exciting. Lots of great things happening. Yeah, um, we're very excited about what the Lord's going to do in 2022, uh, 2022. Yes, not to be mispronounced as 2020 also. also. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're very excited about what the Lord's doing with end time and with all of you, and our partnership with you has been uh, such an awesome experience, and we're so blessed to be connected with you all. And so we're very excited about 2022, what the Lord's going to do. We already, um, you know, we know some things that end times going to pursue. We've shared those with you over the last several months, and we'll continue to share those with you. Um, but we're uh, just can't wait for things to unfold and we're excited about prophecies that are being fulfilled around the world. One of the hottest things going on right now is this sculpture in front of the UN, Doug. People think that the apocalypse is (laughs) going to start soon.
1: Yeah, well, there's a uh, a lot of things being said about this statue and, you know, we've gotten a whole lot of Uh, emails and videos everybody wanted me to see of other people and their interpretation of what the statue means and so that that's what prompted us to do the show we know this is a couple of weeks since it's been released but it's still big it's in the news and there's still a lot of people talking about it so we kind of wanted to come on here and set the record straight and go into scripture and see if that beast is really a symbol of the end time or not so it uh, should be interesting, and we should be able to help a lot of people uh, today understand a little bit more about Bible prophecy and the beasts that are in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. Should we take a look at the beast? Yeah, absolutely. Let's look at that picture so everybody knows what we're talking about. So for those of you on the radio, if you haven't ever seen this, this is uh, it, it looks like a big cat with eagle's wings on it, and a lot of people have said, oh, it's the lion with the eagle's wings from Daniel chapter 7, and revelation 13 but it's actually not a lion that's a jaguar and it does have eagle's wings on there and you mentioned in the tease there that this is a statue that represents at the u.n peace and security this it represents peace and security for immigrants that are coming into the united states though when you when you look up the information on it and you go and you check it out uh, the actual artist who did this, uh he is from uh Mexico and he actually made this for people who are immigrating into the United States from Mexico into the well, United. Was he trying States. to
0: get them to stop and turn around? That thing
1: is spooky <laughs> as all get out. Well, you know it's it's a guardian so you see all the pretty <laughs> colors. If you were able to to see the picture you see that there is a it's a very colorful beast. Yes. Uh a lot like what you would find uh I have a bird fountain outside my house that has that same type of colors on it you know it 's very much uh what the people in Mexico how they decorate and they do things and and that's what it is it 's just the celebration of these people coming over from um, Mexico into the United States and it's for their peace and security that's what it represents now now we'll get into what it actually right well what what the Bible says, and then
0: we can compare the two and see what is true. Now, before we do that, I do want to tell you, you can probably hear some background noise. Um, We had a flood back in February from the, uh, what would they call it? Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon, yes. Um, And we are finally uh, to a point with insurance and our construction crew to get things started. So uh, they have been demoing some stuff and putting drywall up and cutting metal studs and such and uh, a little clanging as well, as you can hear yeah. right this moment. That, that is not Christmas bells. No. That is something much different. <laughs> it is, um, might be distracting during the show. We're trying to get them to uh, postpone a little bit here, but it's also a very good sound for us because we are ready to get things back to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you saw the videos, 15,000 square feet of our main office area was flooded, and we had to scramble and figure something else out on the fly, and that's been quite an experience Um, So we're thankful that things are getting back to normal. Uh, We're very excited to share updates about that as well. Not necessarily today, but that'll be coming in the next several weeks. So that's what you're hearing if you hear something. I also want to tell you, this weekend, Dave is going to be teaching a conference in Garland, Texas at North Cities. Um, It's January 8th at 6 p.m. and January 9th at 6 p.m. He'll be doing a prophecy conference. Um, You don't want to miss it if you're in the North Dallas area. Make plans to attend Uh, You can learn more about the venue and uh, and some other details as well at endtime.com slash events. Uh, He also will be preaching their Sunday morning service. So the two um, uh, sessions in the Sunday morning, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., they are church services, and he'll be preaching in those services. It won't be a prophecy lesson. Um, however, I guess if you've ever heard Dave preach, you're going to get a little bit of prophecy in there. It just won't be a long lesson on prophecy. So Saturday night and Sunday night at 6 p.m. are prophecy sessions. And then Sunday morning he'll be preaching there at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And there are two morning services. So if you're in the North Dallas area, make plans to attend. Again, endtime.com slash events. Or you can call us at 800-endtime, 800-363-8463. Now, before we get back to this beast, Doug, We've had a lot of emails and calls about it, I know. I have no doubt that there'll be a lot of people that want to communicate with us on the show today. So if you're one of those people, you can join Doug and I by calling 877-N-TIME, 877-363-8463. What's this Also, we,
1: we might want to mention, <laughs> just to kind of let everybody know, because yesterday there was a lot of chat. Okay. Uh, yes, Dave has a cold. A yes, cold. Yes, I fairly. have a cold as well. <laughs> it's kind of going through. It's that upper respiratory thing that a lot of people out there are dealing with. So uh, just in case you want to know, yes, we are dealing with some things. We might sound a little nasally today, but uh, we apologize for that. And everybody is on the mend. So just keep us in prayer.
0: You can't see, but we've got this plexiglass in between <laughs> the middle of
1: us. Hey, we're six feet apart. We're doing good. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're fine. Yeah. No, There's no plexiglass. No. Um, none of that. So... People can still get sick and it not be a global virus. So, right. Uh, we've been praying for you, Doug, you and your wife, and uh, praying you. for Dave, of course, as well. And so, yes, we have 50, we have less than a minute before this commercial. What else do you want to say about this beast that I guess we're going to provide some clarity that will hopefully bring peace to people so they don't think the apocalypse starts any day now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk about it. Like I said, there's been uh, programs that have been done on it, and people have really pushed the issue that this beast is a sign of the end time, which that's great because what does that do? That generates people to ask questions. It generates people to ask us questions, and we're able to uh, comment about it. So it's, it's a good thing. And then it's it's not exactly what they say that it's gonna be, and we're gonna look at that in scripture here in just a minute.
0: So similar to a jab, this might be a precursor of some sort. Yeah, there you go. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the H Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Welcome back to Into the Age. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is eight seven seven end time 8463 Right before the break, I was making a comparison, Doug, to the jab being a precursor to the mark of the beast. A lot of people have asked us that as well. Is is it the mark of the beast? And our answer is no. And we've pointed to several things in Scripture that would help uh, clarify that and what Bible prophecy has to say about the mark of the beast. And so we're doing the same here with this. So this yeah. beast uh, went viral, and um, we are going to look at it. We're going to look at the Scriptures and say, you know, here's here's what the Scriptures say. Now, we think the conclusions are clear, right? and you can agree, or you can have your own opinion. That's certainly okay as well.
1: Yeah, and, and so I guess the place that I would like to start is with that 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 that we included in here because... This is a statue that represents peace and security. Uh, like I said, it's the peace and security of immigrants that are coming into the United States, though. In First Thessalonians chapter 5, when it says for... Uh, this is verse 3 For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as uh, travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. When it's talking about that in First Thessalonians, what we're talking about is we're talking about a time right before the Lord comes back. And people, the Lord tells us that it's going to be like it was in the days of Noah, where people were marrying and giving into marriage and they were partying and they weren't looking for the return of the Lord. That's what this scripture is referring to there. So so when it says uh, that that's when sudden destruction is going to come on them, when everybody thinks they're living in peace and safety under this one world government, that uh, everything's just rosy and then all of a sudden the end is coming and the Lord returns and people are not ready for it. And so um, that that's one of those things I just want to kind of point out here. Remember, this is peace and security for the immigrants that are coming in the United States. This has nothing to do with it being a one world uh, order at this point are we, we
0: going to look at that beast again later on
1: are we going to what
0: are, are we going to look at that beast again
1: later yeah, on yeah we we can look at that picture again do you, do you want to see yeah, it let's, again? let's we, look at we it can again. look at it one more time here if no. we can pull that up there no.
0: I know that several join us after after that first break there so yeah. so the point out this is the beast right right in front of the u n
1: yeah, and like I said before, this is a jaguar with um eagles wings and it's very colorful. Uh, it's. I mean, it, it is a, a nice little piece of art there. I mean, if uh, if you like that kind of art, you know that um, it's interesting for people that can't see it. You can. Go it's a Google guardian it for
0: international it. peace and security. And security.
1: Yeah. So um, it, it's interesting that they tie these things together. That is not necessarily what we know is going to be the beast, and that's what we're going to look at. So first of all. I guess Daniel 7 is where we want to go Vince and and read the scriptures uh of Daniel's dream.
0: Yep, yeah, we'll start right in verse 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of ba- Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea. Diverse one from another. The first was like a lion, and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, it devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns."
1: Okay, so if we had anything in this scripture right here that looked or resembled this beast that we just saw uh, that's in front of the U.N., it would have to be the lion with eagle's wings. Okay. So look at what Daniel says he saw in that vision again. He said he watched until the wings thereof were plucked. And it, the, the wings were lifted off the earth and made to stand upon the feet of the man. And a man's heart was given to it. So there's some very vital keys in there. But if we were going to say that that's the beast of Daniel 7 in front of the U.N., well, it can't be because Daniel watched as those wings were plucked out of the lion. And, of course, that wasn't a lion. That was a jaguar. Different animal, right? Could he have gotten the, the cat-like animal wrong? Uh, I suppose that people <laughs> could say that, but Scripture. I've seen
0: some people say that. I,
1: I can imagine. But one of the things that we need to look at about this scripture, Vince, is a lot of people believe that the lion here is Babylon. Okay, so uh, if you start going down that road, this is where you're going to get messed up. They think the lion's Babylon. They think the bear's Media, Persia, and the leopard is Greece. Uh, a lot of this comes from uh, the people who interpreted these scriptures. And Clarence Larkin, in his book, uh, Dispensational Truth, where he described it as those things. But one of the key verses here, Vince, is that Daniel says that this is in the first year of Belshazzar, the king of Babylon. So Babylon was already a kingdom at that point. And then Daniel sees these beasts come up. So we're going to learn as we go down through the scripture what these are. So we can see as the description of these beasts is given out to us in scripture, we learn a little bit more. So Daniel 7, uh, 8 picks up on that and we can go through there.
0: All right, Daniel 7 starting in verse 8. I considered the horns and behold, there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man, and a mouth speaking great things. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Dades did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered up unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. And I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season
1: and time. Okay, so in this great vision that Daniel's having, after he sees these beasts, then he sees a time when the Ancient of Days comes and thrones were cast down. And this is the point where Jesus comes back and he sets up his kingdom. And it says there, one of the key verses it says there is that he beheld even until the beast was slain and his body was destroyed and given to the burning flame. Now, the beasts that Daniel's describing here are here at the Battle of Armageddon. So if they were those ancient beasts that a lot of translators translate as Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, uh, then that would mean that those kingdoms would be here at that time of the Battle of Armageddon. Those kingdoms no longer exist as they were known in those days. Uh, And so when we look at modern day kingdoms, that's what we're going to see these kingdoms are actually talking about. Now I'm going to prove that they're there at the Battle of Armageddon because you see there that it says that he beheld until the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. When Revelation 19, verse 20, vents, if you want to read that, it describes what happens to the end-time beast and the false prophet.
0: It says, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image, These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone.
1: Okay, so that right there is the same event that Daniel 7 is talking about when the body of the beast is thrown into the lake of fire. That happens at uh, the end of the battle of Armageddon there in Revelation chapter 19. Now notice also that the verse 12 of Daniel 7 says that concerning the rest of the beast... They had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season. So these beasts don't all die at that point. Their their lives are prolonged and these nations that we're gonna see that this is what this is talking about, their their lives are prolonged. We know from Zechariah chapter fourteen, verse sixteen that there will be survivors of the Battle of Armageddon. It tells us in that scripture. So in Daniel seven fifteen. We get the answer of what this is. Daniel didn't know for sure what he was seeing, and yet he asked and was told what the vision was. Now, Doug,
0: what this scripture says is so important. I think that everyone out there needs to know what this is saying because when, these, when pictures like these go viral or videos uh, similar where people um, trusted people say this is a fulfillment of Bible prophecy or this is coming because we see this, well, that creates fear for people in some cases it creates excitement for some so what we've committed to doing here is looking at things and comparing it to the bible and saying here's the best that we know as far as the truth is this is the truth right Or we don't know enough to be able to say whether this is what it is and so we we, we do our best to look at this stuff objectively and spiritually and say this is what the bible is saying is going to happen and then look at a current event and say, "This looks like it, but here's some things that are missing, and this is not actually happening." And Absolutely. So we think it's critical that your friends and your family know what the Bible's saying here, know what's happening around the world right now. So, I do want to take this time to remind you to to hit the share button if you're on social media. Um, If you're not, you can send a link to someone or call your friend and tell them what radio station we're on. Uh, Your friends and family need to know about what's going on. It could dramatically change their life. There are people that are full of fear, and what we're going to tell you today will reduce fear, and it'll increase your peace, it'll increase your hope for the times that we're facing. So uh, please hit the share button, hit the heart icon. It helps us out a lot getting to your friends and family. So do that now. It'll help us out greatly. What Doug was getting to, Daniel chapter 7, starting in verse 15, says, I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the vision of my head troubled me. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. These great beasts... I I, want to pause there, Doug, because we get grief sometimes because our interpretation of the things... Right. Doesn't match a lot of other people. Right. You know what? I don't remember anywhere in here where they went, Daniel, have you sat in a council of twenty four elders <laughs> to confirm that what you've seen is what we all agree with? Yeah. Now I'm not suggesting that, that uh that we're gonna present the ultimate authority on everything in the Bible. Right. I am simply suggesting that the crowd isn't
1: always right. Right. Um, and, and many times, Vince, what people don't understand is Scripture interprets Scripture. Just like this piece of Scripture right here interprets itself, tells us what it is itself. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, there you have it. I just, I I want to get that out because I get frustrated with that sometimes where it's like, well, you guys are the only ones teaching that. And I'm like, right. well, we're really not the only ones. We just, you know, there may be other people that are teaching it. You might not have heard of them yet or whatever but um even if we were the only yeah. ones and if you know if it, if it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and we were the only ones teaching that yeah i would be perfectly happy with that well, sure. the bible clearly says this is what it is right so if we're the only ones teaching some things we're doing our best to interpret what the bible has to say through prayer fasting and trembling we don't want to come on here and say something and it'd be wrong and to where right. we can't recover from it and look like fools. Absolutely. So we're doing our best to tell you what's going on in the world right now and what the Scriptures have to say about it. And so we, we don't take that lightly. We, we're, it's a very serious thing. We, Doug and I do have a lot of fun because we're friends. Um, when the show ends, we don't part ways and not talk to each other. We text throughout the night sometimes and random stuff that that we see, some memes that are hilarious that we couldn't share on here, not because uh, we're scared to, just that's not what the show's about. But maybe we'll launch a new show on Into the Edge Plus where we can share funny memes. Um, But anyway, um, Doug and I are friends, and we have a lot of fun. And so even though we have a lot of fun, it's still very serious. We take this very seriously, and... um, um, yeah, we're, we're going to come to you and tell you the truth as best as we know how. Uh, you can join us today. We're talking about this beast out in front of the UN and whether or not it fulfills Bible prophecy. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your questions about the beast in Revelation and in Daniel. Uh, give us a call at 877-ENTIME, 877-363-8463. Did I finish that passage No, no? we've we got to come to the answer to his question. So okay. verse 17. Sorry. Uh, He told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings, which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever,
1: even forever and ever. Yeah, so there's the answer to his question. What are these beasts? These beasts are kingdoms, and they shall arise out of the earth so Babylon was already a kingdom at that time. That's why I referenced that at the beginning. It was already, King Belshazzar was already in charge of Babylon there. So these are kings that are kingdoms that would come later. And that's what Daniel's seeing, the kingdoms that would be here in the end time. So it says
0: there are four kings which right. shall rise out of the earth, but the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom.
1: Right. So, so when you say kings here, we're, kings are, are kingdoms as well. It's the ruler of that kingdom. And so like Belshazzar was the ruler of Babylon. He, Babylon uh, was the kingdom at that time. So when we look at it and it says four kings, we're talking about four kingdoms in modern day time.
0: All right. We have open lines at 877 end time, 877-363-8463. We'll get to your calls on the second half of the show. Don't go anywhere. We've got more exciting information for you.
3: We'll see you after the break.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-877-363-8463. The Christmas specials that we had for December are over, so you missed out on them if you didn't uh, take advantage of what we are offering. However, we will have an online prophecy weekend uh, this coming Saturday and Sunday night at 6 p.m. So if you are End of the Age Plus subscriber or if you're even in a free trial... You'll get free access to the online Prophecy Weekend. So you want to make sure that if you haven't already, go to watch.endtime.com and you'll be able to live stream those two <coughs> sessions, Saturday night at 6, Sunday night at 6. So be sure to do that if you're, on, uh, if you're not already on Into the H+. If you are, then uh, I guess all you need to do is have notifications turned on and
1: you'll get notified that we're going live. So it's pretty cool, Doug. You may have to do an updated video of the progress just to kind of let everybody know. Oh, I'm like, what in the world's going on behind us cuz it's getting it's getting kind of loud back well, there.
0: Well may, maybe I'll try to do that between now and Thursday and we there can show everybody. By the way, we we are on for Thursday. Yes. Which is January 6th. January 6th. Yes it is. Which is the day that Trump will be
1: speaking. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that too. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. So Where we left off, these beasts are kingdoms. And so now we got to ask ourselves, well, what kingdoms are they? Uh, Are they those kingdoms that I mentioned before? Are are those kingdoms going to be here when Christ returns? Or are these modern-day kingdoms... And so we can look and see, and and those of you who may be joining us for the first time or who are new to the program and do not know what we teach about this, this is going to be something that will enlighten you and help you to understand why we believe uh, what we believe about the end time and America's role in it. And so if we look at that first beast, uh, we're looking at a lion with eagle's wings. Um, As I'm talking here, can we throw up some of those images there of the lion with eagle's wings? We've got, um, this is interesting because we have statues from all over. And so there's one there. I I can't remember exactly where this is. I think that one is actually in Great Britain, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And so this is one, that one there I think is in the Czech Republic. And then there's a couple more. That one there is in, um, I think, Madrid, Spain. And then that one is in Italy. And so we see this figure uh, throughout different places. But the thing that's key to this scripture is that Daniel sees the wings thereof plucked out. So it's interesting to understand that the lion is Great Britain's symbol it's their official symbol is a lion it's not a lion with eagle's wings it's a lion and the eagle's wings are the eagle just so happens to be the symbol of the united states of america and so what we believe daniel saw there and it just so happens that it's in verse seven uh or chapter seven verse four which our independence day is july 4th not that that um, you know is prophetic or anything but it's interesting (laughs) to say the least but Uh, Daniel watched as these wings uh, were plucked out and made to stand on its feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. What just so happens that the United States has another symbol besides an eagle and it's Uncle Sam. Um, We have a picture of Uncle Sam so you can remember what Uncle Sam looks like. Uh, I don't see Uncle is. Sam nearly as much anymore. No, you don't see him since World War II. It's kind of a, you know, dropped off a little bit. But that was a big thing back in uh, World War II. You can see the little army poster there that says, I want you for the U.S. Army. Uncle Sam wants you. Um, so that is uh, another symbol of the United States. So it's interesting that the prophecy says that. Uh, the wings thereof were plucked and it was made to stand on its feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. The United States is one of the only nations or we have been known as a nation that any time we go into a war torn area or we have been in a conflict with somebody, we help to rebuild that place. Um, we also are some of the first to send help when there's been a natural disaster uh, reaching out to try to help those countries that have been affected by natural disasters. So you could definitely say that the heart of a man was given uh, to that eagle. So that's what we teach, that the lion is Great Britain uh, and that the wings of the eagle is America. And uh, Daniel was seeing the birth of the United States of America. And then, of course, we have the bear, which everyone now, knows. Sorry,
0: I, I need to insert here because yes, sir. Go ahead. You, you, you said all that very well. However, there's a lot there. Yeah. And there's plenty of people who will say they don't trust you or whatever. Right. So go to watch.endtime.com and just search United States. Um, we have one lesson specifically called United States Discovered in the Bible. It's actually available in English, Spanish, Arabic, uh, and, and a number of other languages, uh, French and Italian and several more. But nonetheless, it's available on End of the H plus, watch.intime.com and search United States. And you'll see that video there. However, there will be a number of other videos as well that's totally available uh, for free. United States is available for subscribers uh, the United States discovering the Bible is available for subscribers, but there'll be others that are available there for free. So go to watch.intime.com, search United States. We've spent hours talking about this. So Doug did an amazing job for the three minutes that he was talking, but there's a lot more information for you available at watch.endtime.com.
1: Yeah, and and having said that, the rest of what I'm about to tell you is also included in those studies. So the bear, we believe, is the Russian bear. Everybody knows of the Russian bear. Uh, The German leopard, uh, this is the unofficial symbol. And we actually have, if, if you're interested in... Uh, getting a copy of these symbols of these nations i actually have one that's from the minnesota zoo that i can send you and it explains all this to a t as well and it's it's a secular it's the minnesota zoo it has nothing to do with bible prophecy uh, but it backs up uh, what i'm telling you here and so the the leopard is the unofficial symbol of germany but here is another key to the verse there it has four heads and the wings of a fowl. Well, the fowl is the symbol of France. It's the rooster. So the fourth beast, uh, well, let me go back to the four heads there. The four heads in that beast, remember it said that dominion was given to it. So um, the rise and fall of Germany has happened four times. Germany is now in its fourth Reich, and it's its strongest and richest Reich. And now that completes that fourth head. We also understand And and I know that there's some of you that are listening for the first time, but in Revelation chapter 13, when it says, and I saw one of the heads of the beast as it had been killed, it came back to life and the whole world wondered after the beast. We believe that that is the rebirth of Germany after the Berlin Wall came down. Uh, Pastor Baxter wrote a book called A Message to the President, explaining how he understood that was going to happen. The Berlin Wall was going to come down. He wrote this uh, several years before that event happened. And when the event happened, that is what really triggered uh, End Time Ministries and got us in the mainstream because so many people wanted to understand how Pastor Baxter knew the Berlin Wall was coming down several years before that happened. So Having said all that, getting back to the fourth beast there, that fourth beast was so terrifying. uh, It had ten horns and um, Daniel couldn't describe it. Well, we believe that this beast is the revived Holy Roman Empire, which is currently the EU or the European Union. The scripture that helps tie that in where you can see that is Daniel chapter 2, verse 40 through 45. We can't go there today to back all that up, but we... We have done it before for in other studies. Um, yeah, for time's for, sake. for time's sake. Yeah. Uh, but we do have it in other studies. If you ever want to look that up, like Vince said, you can go and look that up online. So, having said all that and understanding that these nations are modern day nations, now we're going to move into Revelation 13 of John's vision and what he saw.
0: All right. Revelation 13 started in verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority.
1: Okay, so we have an image right now on the screen and it's showing the the beast that uh, John is describing here. And what this is, there's elements of all of those beasts from Daniel chapter 7. Now they have become this one uh, combined beast, the one world government beast. So it is a seven-headed beast. Those seven heads will represent the lion, the bear, the four heads of the leopard, and then the head of the fourth beast. It has the ten horns. It has crowns on its horns, letting you know that those ten horns symbolize kings or kingdoms. And, upon, um, and and in this, it has the mouth of the lion, the body of the leopard, the feet of the bear. And so if it was going to be a true statue, like uh, everybody's trying to make out this, this uh, jaguar with the eagle's wings, if it was truly going to represent this end time, one world uh, beast... It would have to look like that. It would have to have a body of a leopard, the feet of the bear, the mouth of the lion, and seven heads and ten horns. It it clearly doesn't, but some people have tried to stretch that in their teachings and say, Oh, this is it. Look, here it is. This is the beast. Okay. So the thing is, is what we see in this beast of of, uh, Revelation 13 is we see that those beasts that Daniel saw are now joined together in this one-world, end-time government. And that's the government that will be there when Christ comes back to set up his kingdom. This is how we know it's modern-day kingdoms. We, we know this because these uh, kingdoms are all in there. Now, one of the things that they also try to teach, Vince, is that the dragon here that gives, it, gives this one-world government its power, its seat, and great authority, they say is China, Okay, who's they? What do you mean they say? The people that are teaching this, these these lessons and okay. saying you know that this correlates with the end times, the so, statue
0: in front of the UN. Yeah, those, the people that are saying that's right. Well, that's and there's other you know
1: other people have asked, is that not the case? If yeah. the lions of Great Britain, the eagles America, in the dragon China, because everybody knows that the Chinese dragon is is a big deal. You know, they have the Chinese New Year with the dragon and mm-hmm. all that. However, like before. Scripture interprets scripture and helps you understand. So where do we find the identity of this dragon? Is it China or is it something else? And so the answer is found in Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out,
0: that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him.
1: Yeah, so the, uh, Revelation chapter 12 is showing us this great war in heaven that's going to take place, um, which is a whole nother lesson. <laughs> and, but it's a lot of great information in that chapter. And Revelation chapter 12 verse 9 tells us the identity of the dragon. So the, the one that gives his power, his seat, and his great authority to this one world government is not China, but it's the old serpent called the devil. Satan. So when this war happens and Satan and his angels lose their place and they are bound to the earth, now Satan can't go back uh, before God and uh, accuse us all in front of God. Now he's bound to the earth. When he finds out that's going to happen, Revelation um, chapter 12 gives us a little bit more information. Uh, It tells us in verse 12 that he knew that his time was short. He's come down to the earth. He's filled with his wrath. The devil is filled with his wrath because he knows that his time is short. So when we get back, we're going to look at the eagle's wings that are not in this world government, but where they are in Bible prophecy. All
0: right. Don't go anywhere. Also, remember that Dave will be in Garland, Texas this weekend. You can learn more about that conference at endtime.com slash events or by calling 800-END-TIME, 800 363
5: I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Roberts. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Siegel here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877 End Time, 877 363 8463, is the new sculpture in front of the United Nations uh, prophetic fulfillment. That's what we've been uh, looking at today. Uh, You're welcome to call us and share your opinion, ask your questions. Uh, We will go to the phones now. Joe in New York, welcome to End of the Age.
4: You guys look terrific.
0: Well, thank you, Joe. appreciate it.
4: You you look very coordinated today in blue.
0: Well, that happens uh, more than we thought it would, to be honest. We're not
1: texting each other about that. Yeah, that's the only (laughs) thing we're not.
4: (laughs) I thought you were. Listen, again, you know, I get on the phone, I'll be here all day. Right to the point, that statue, let the listeners know, has nothing to do with prophecy. That statue in front of this UN building... Actually, it was a small group of of guys that work in the U.N., they went to Mexico and they were smoking dope with some lunatic who happens to be a sculptor that came up with that hideous thing. Mm -hmm. And they gave their friend a lot of money to build that hideous thing, but that thing has nothing to do with scriptures. And by the way, I've been praying that the Lord would destroy this building in New York for years now, and everybody can join in if they like, that they tear down that ugly, hideous building. But to the point, again, you're going to hear me say the same things, because I've been listening to you, and you guys are bringing up a lot of scriptures. And you see, here's the thing. We love Irvin because he spent 50 years over 50 years, so that we can understand what the scriptures say. And there's nobody on this earth that put more time in understanding the prophecy. And again, I would encourage everyone listening, because there's a lot of stuff on the Internet, to take Jerusalem Prophecy College. If they really want to know, if they want insight into what the scriptures say, who are you going to learn from? A man that did this part-time or a man that spent over 50 years of his life devoting his time and energy into knowing the scriptures, into knowing the prophecies. There's no one better. Believe me, you know, I'm not a novice. I'm 74 years old, and I was born again when I was 30, so I have 44 years behind me now. And I'm telling you, there's no better teacher. Everyone hearing, you want to really know You've you, you got to learn from Urban Baxter. You've got to read all this literature because you're not going to get a better teacher. I don't care where you go in the world because there's so much confusion. And the idea that you look at this hideous sculpture and you could think it has something to do with scriptures, that leads me to think, well, there are a lot of people that don't know the scriptures Yeah. because it has nothing to do with it. Like I said, there's a bunch of lunatics in the U.N. smoking dope is something to come up with. Hideous looking thing. <laughs>
0: well, Joe, and I think uh, the opposite of what you're saying is true. If you don't want to know the truth, stay away from JPC. Right. Yeah. But if, say, know
4: truth, you, if know? you aren't interested in knowing what the Bible has to say, the truth, man. If you aren't interested in knowing
0: what the Bible has to say, don't enroll in Jerusalem right, Prophecy right. College. But if With you do, and you have a sincere like, heart, you know
4: you're you're touching upon a, you know a number of scriptures. And if someone is a novice who's, you know, just getting into it, it gets kind of complicated. You guys know it. You devoted devoted a lot of time to understand, you know, what what irvin gone through and, and, and what he put together, which is clear insight into the Word of God. So someone, you know, just going about it lightly, well, I'm a little interested in prophecy. You ain't going to get it like that. (laughs) You know, it's been scientifically proven that the human mind, when we go into a university or any setting, after 30 minutes of listening to somebody, your brain tunes it out. Your brain can't comprehend it. And I've done a little studying about psychology and the way us humans function, That's why it takes a lot of time and energy and and repetition to have the truth of God sink into us. And then we're blessed if Holy Spirit is helping us through, you know. But I thank you guys. You look terrific. Tell everybody about Irvin stuff and all the stuff on endtime.com because people have got to get into that. You're you're not going to get the prophecies lightly. It takes some time and some work and some energy to really get it and, and really clear,
1: clearly see.
0: Amen. Well, thank you for your joke, uh, your call, Joe. We always appreciate you calling in and sharing your perspective. Uh, you made it quite clear. It has nothing to do with Bible prophecy. And if you don't want to know the truth, don't do JPC. But if you do, <laughs> go to endtime.com slash JPC. You can enroll today. It is a fantastic uh, study. It's, I think there's 12 different courses that you can enroll in. And we would recommend that you go through every one of them. We uh, think that everyone in the world should do it. I personally believe that the world would be a much better place if everyone went through uh, JPC. Hey, if it became a requirement to graduate high school, (laughs) that would be a very good thing um, for high school curriculum. However, I feel like that would have a little bit of a problem at the school board meetings. But uh, Joe also mentioned that he wants that building to be torn down, on the, re- referencing the United Nations, and um, I will say a little bit of good news is we actually have a friend that is in the UN building, and they're teaching the Understanding the End Time Bible Studies to UN employees in uh, some of their conference rooms there, so um, don't. Don't tear the building down yet, Joe. We've, there's some light in there that's <laughs> yeah. being shown. And there are people from all around the world seeing the light, uh, being baptized in Jesus' name, being filled with the Spirit. And so, uh, understand the end time is at work inside of the UN, um, at least for now. Maybe <laughs> now yeah. there's been a proclamation. <laughs> you never know maybe what will happen. But nonetheless, let's pray for the people in the UN and pray that they see the light. And... Um, be radically transformed by being born again, just like you and I have been. Uh, let's go to Chrissy in Nevada. Chrissy, welcome to End of the Age.
2: Hello. Hi, Chrissy. Hi there. I, I, My question is, is the United States going to be a part of the world, world government?
1: Well, that's a great question, and it was actually where we were headed with uh, the information we were sharing today, based on what Scripture says, Chrissy, we do not believe we will be. Uh, for one reason, when you see Revelation thirteen one and two, what Vince just read while well ago, in that uh, beast, you do not see those wings. We know in Daniel uh, chapter seven, Daniel watched the wings get plucked out of the lion. Well, in that one world government, we don't see the wings mentioned at all. But where we do see the wings is in Revelation twelve fourteen, and it says, And to the woman, the woman here is Israel, were given the two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time, times, and a half a time, from the face of the serpent. So she is going to be protected. The woman, Israel, is going to be protected by the great wings of the eagle, and we believe that that is the United States of America.
0: Thank you for your call, Chris. We got, a, got some feedback there, so we had to mute you there, but we appreciate your call and asking that question. Um, Doug, we have a few minutes left here. We want to make sure that we get the rest of this covered. That way people clearly understand what we're saying. I think sometimes when we talk about this, Sometimes people hear something else. So right. real quick, the, the the sculpture in front of the U.N., is it a fulfillment of Bible prophecy?
1: No, it has nothing to do with Bible prophecy whatsoever. I, I don't know if they were actually smoking pot and talking to people <laughs> like in Mexico like Joe said. Like yeah. Joe said. I, I haven't received that information, but no, it is not part of uh, this Fulfillment of prophecy.
0: That's some insider information that Joe shared. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe it's public knowledge. um, You know, he's from New York. Maybe he read about it before. Maybe so.
1: uh, About about what's going on there that we don't have information on, which is fine. Um, What else, Doug? So what we can understand from all this, Vince, is that uh, these modern-day beasts, when they come and uh, when they all join together, there's going to be a war against... Uh, the saints of God, that Antichrist is going to rise up to power. Uh, there will be a war against the saints of God. And, I, you know, we're, we're starting to see some things in the world that are starting to happen all over, and it, and it looks like some of these things could be lining up. They could be precursors like we talked about before. When you look at the situation with what's going on in Australia and New Zealand and the totalitarian governments uh, that are being set up there now, we're I think we're seeing small models of what this one world beast will look like and what it will try to do as far as control the people. The people who will uh, go along with the mark of the beast, the people who will accept the mark of the beast, will worship the uh, Antichrist and his one world government, they're going to have a pretty nice life. But those of us who resist, who talk about it, uh, who try to get the news out, we're going to get into uh, situations where they're going to come after us. Well, that that sounds like you're inciting fear and potentially violence. Well, the the thing about it is we don't have to be afraid, for one thing, because we know that the Lord's going to take care of us. We know that some people will. The Bible says that there's going to be people that's going to go into captivity. There's going to be people who are going to be killed during that time. But the thing about it is, if we hold true to what we know is truth with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us uh, in Matthew chapter 6, that if we seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that all the things that we need shall be given unto us. And so that's the main thing that I want everybody to take from today's program is not only will these things come to pass eventually, we're not there right now, Vince. So we're not under a a one-world government here in the United States. People ask just today, you know, it looks like we're headed that way, so how are we going to get to the point to where you're saying we're not? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a new election year coming up in a couple years, and we could elect somebody who has the forward thinking of getting us out of one-world government, getting us back to being a nation that has a sovereignty about it, that is not answering to a one-world global empire, and uh, that's how we could be out. We could be out of it as quick as we got back into it. Uh, It's just the simple matter of us seeking God, calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, repenting of our sins, and asking God to heal our land again, and we can get the right people in there, and I believe that's what's going to happen to get us out of this one-world government.
0: All right, well, we have time for one more call, so let's go to Patty in New Mexico. Patty, welcome to End of the Age.
2: Hi, fellas. I hope you're doing well. Um, I just wanted to make a comment regarding the 74-year-old fellow that just called in, Um, and that is, even though that fella in Mexico made the sculpture and it had nothing to do with the scriptures, just, just the fact that It resembles what Daniel was talking about and what Revelation talks about. makes it even creepier. That's That just was in the consciousness of that uh, artist. Because we all know it looks just like what Daniel was saying or resembles it very much. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, Patty, thank you for your call. And, and Vince, you know, once again, one of, the, one of the great things that's come out of this is it's generated conversation. Yeah. It's got people interested in Bible prophecy. Yeah. Uh, we just want people to understand the truth of what the Word of God says. And that's why we did this program today. We wanted to answer a lot of those questions that people have. Well,
0: we don't care if it's a big sporting event or some government meeting or something going on with the local school board or anything like that. If it gets people talking about what the Bible says, yeah. that we're thrilled that that's happening. Absolutely. Seeds are being planted. People get curious and they start Googling stuff. <laughs> and then they find websites like ours. Yeah. And then they are led to greater truth. And so we're excited about things like this that happen because it's bringing people closer um, and meet, being more curious about what the Bible has to say. So we're going to be a voice that tells the truth. We're committed to doing that. You can partner with us and help us to continue to make this show available for free every day of the week by going to ntime.com slash give. We'd be happy to be partnered with you. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. I will see you then.
4: This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of Endtime Ministries.